The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 87. I hope you guys are doing well today. If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. There's also my blog and uh, some other resources there as well. So today's episode is all about inner healing. Now ERP is obviously very important and very, very helpful for OCD. But, you know, all of us have a lot of baggage, emotional baggage, which, you know, we keep very, very uh, far below the surface. And and actually, you know, in order to truly feel better, in, in order to truly heal, we do need to be able to bring that to the surface, to be able to process it and to be able to accept it. And, you know, this is a a big part of the healing process as well. Today, then, we'll be taking a look at that, how we can address some of that everyday baggage that so many of us carry around and that contributes towards um, ongoing problems with anxiety and OCD. If you do find this podcast helpful, it would be amazing if you could uh, follow us on Instagram at Robert James Coaching UK. And, uh, you know, I really hope that you find today's podcast helpful. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Although ERP is obviously a big part of the puzzle when it comes to OCD and anxiety, it's not everything. Learning to face our fears and move towards the discomfort is the thing that teaches us that we can overcome the anxiety. But in my experience, ERP alone can be a lot like existing on a a very limited diet. Uh, Yes, you're, you're going to get by, but you won't be getting everything you need to be truly healthy. Or perhaps you can use a car analogy. You know, why not? I like car analogies. (laughs) Um, you can give your car a good clean you can fill it up with petrol but you know if you haven't given the mechanics enough time and attention then it's likely that the car is going to have problems and sometimes we have to look under the bonnet and if you're American and you don't know what on earth that means I'm referring to the hood Um, so yes now it's important to mention here that if you have experienced um, severe trauma in your life in one form or another, then it's really important for you to to actually work with a qualified counsellor or therapist in order to process this. And, you know, the, in, the inner healing that I'm talking about today in this podcast is more to do with the everyday stuff, the emotional baggage that we all carry around with us, um, you know, from an early age, which we really do need to learn to let go of. 
So how can we bring some inner healing so as to further integrate and accept our tendencies towards obsessing and compulsing? Well, let's start with ACT, which is comprised of different approaches that can kickstart inner emotional healing and help you to make more progress. One of these is meditation. Um, one of the main pillars of ACT itself um, is actually something called self as context and this refers to getting in touch with the observing self the ability uh, that we all have to observe our thoughts and emotions without getting too caught up in them you can think of the observing self as the part of you that is separate from the thinking part of you it is unchanging and always calm take the cliche um, example of a of a stormy ocean Deep down under the surface, the water of the ocean remains calm. It doesn't matter what happens on the surface. In much the same way, we can always tune in to that part of us that remains calm, that just observes. And the more that we can do that, the better off we're going to be. So how do we get more in touch with this observing self? Well, meditation. Um, you know, in an article entitled uh, Healing the Source of Inner Pain, on chakra.com. It is claimed that meditation is one of the best ways to loosen the grip of sticky emotions and connect to our true self. So how does meditation help us to do this? Well, it seems that it has something to do with quietening the mind in order to allow it to direct its own healing. The article uh, goes on to, to explain that uh, meditation allows the mind to detach from its usual preoccupations and experience the spaciousness and calm within. In the silence of awareness, the mind lets go of old patterns of thinking and feeling and learns to heal itself. And this doesn't just appear to be wishful thinking. Western science has been waking up to the benefits of meditation for years now. And an ever-growing body of research demonstrates the benefits of meditation for our emotional and even physical um, health. In an article for Psychology Today entitled How Meditation Improves Emotional and Physical Health, Thomas Rutledge, PhD, claims that the areas of the brain critical to the fight-or-flight response, such as the amygdala, for example, appear to decrease in size with regular meditation practice. These amygdala region reductions may explain why meditators show reduced reactivity to emotional stimuli and reductions in anxiety and depressive symptoms. When it comes to meditation, I really can't recommend it enough. There are arguments over which type is best and how much you should do. But to be honest, this is quite trivial. The important thing is just to get going with something, even if that's only a few mindful breaths here and there throughout the day um, as you're getting started. And as you do get started with meditation, it's likely that you will start to notice some, some benefits that will hopefully encourage you to, to find out more. And if you can begin a simple practice of 10 to 20 minutes a day, then obviously you're going to start to see more progress. So I really, uh, I really do recommend that, you know, maybe researching apps such as Headspace or Insight Timer, you know, to really uh, get you going uh, with this process. Now, if however you are like me and you find it difficult to sit quietly for 20 minutes and just watch the breath, 
Um, you know, there are other options. And one of those is the Wim Hof method. And often when people think of Wim Hof, they think of ice baths and extreme challenge. But there's actually a lot more to the method than that. And one of the pillars of the method is breath work. And Wim's particular breathing method is actually really quite powerful. So if you want to check out how to do this method from the master himself, Mr. Hoff, then you can head over to his website, www.wimhoffmethod.com. Or you can search for him on YouTube and he will go into detail about how to do his uh, breathing method in his charming and charismatic Wim Hof way. Um, but, you know, this, this process is getting more and more attention from science because like meditation, um, his method, uh, particularly when coupled with, uh, you know, cold showers, uh, for example, it really does seem to have, uh, you know, an impact on on uh, our well-being, but also our physical bodies. You know, it generally does make us a bit healthier. It improves circulation. It, it can improve the immune system. So, you know, it's a really interesting thing to delve into. So if you're looking for um, a meditation that's a little bit more active, um, that's going to need you to be, you know, a bit more physical, uh, then you might actually find that this is is really helpful. And as I just mentioned, not only this, but the cold water exposure element of the method offers another way to integrate our emotions and move towards discomfort. As Wim says, the cold is my only master. The cold is my only teacher. Um, and so by taking a cold shower, for example, each morning or occasionally climbing into an ice bath, uh, preferably with somebody there to support you, um, uh, you know, you may find that this is a really, uh, a really helpful thing because what you're doing if you're going into the cold in a responsible way is you're learning about resistance and you're learning how to how to move towards that resistance and to accept it. It's not an exact science, you know, it takes um, experiential learning, but I really do think that this method has a huge potential for transformation. Certainly for myself, you know, it's been really, really powerful. Now, the final error I'm going to mention here, and I do talk about values a lot, is uh, values. And um, this may not seem that obvious at first, but when we explore it a little and unpack it, we begin to see why. So our lives provide us with, you know, endless opportunities to heal. Each time that we do something difficult or we overcome a challenge, we are, in fact, learning about ourselves and learning to let go of emotional baggage. And as we slowly move towards a greater and greater level of self-actualization by living our life by our values, we are systematically letting go of often long-held negative beliefs and replacing them with evidence to the contrary. Choosing to live your life by your values is not always easy, particularly if you're struggling with OCD and anxiety, but doing so is a surefire way to boost your own healing process. Two of my big uh, values are health and the outdoors. So for me, heading out for a run in the forest is one of the best things I can do for myself. Not only will I feel better from doing exercise and spending time in nature, but perhaps more importantly, I will have overcome the, you know, perhaps the biggest obstacle of all. And that is, you know, avoidance of discomfort. 
And why is it that all the things that we know are good for us are so damn hard to do? Every time I, I sit down to write a blog or structure a podcast or head out for a run, I feel this sense of resistance, this nagging voice that says, wouldn't it just be easier to, to watch TV? Why don't you just eat your frozen pizza? You know, preferably put it in the oven first, but you know what I mean. And, uh, you know, some days the resistance is so strong that you feel like you can't overcome it. And these are the days where we procrastinate and generally feel bad about ourselves. But when we are able to to look that resistance and avoidance uh, in the face and do the things that matter to us anyway, that's when true inner healing starts to take place. So often we're looking for the answers in all the wrong places. We look for the perfect method, the perfect diet, or the right mindset. And these things can help, but true healing comes from the inside. Anything you do that helps you to face your inner resistance, be it ERP, meditation, the Wim Hof method, exercise, journaling, values, all of these things will help you uh, with your own inner healing and developing that clarity that so many of us really struggle to find. So that's it, guys. I hope you found it helpful today. As always, if you have any questions, please do uh, let me know. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at Robert James Coaching UK. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group or anywhere else online or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.